If you have benefited from resources produced by G3 Ministries, would you consider donating to support us? Even a few dollars helps us to continue to publish free curricula, articles, podcasts, video resources, and more. Visit g3min.org give or open the G3 app to give a one-time or monthly donation. Articles from G3 Ministries John Gill and the Great White Throne Judgment Written by Chipley McQueen Thornton Revelation 20, verse 12a And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. The Great White Throne Judgment fascinates people. It is the final act before the righteous enter eternal glory and the wicked enter eternal torment. When is it? Who is judged there? Where do they go? Gill's chain of events after Armageddon is as follows. Number one, Satan is bound in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Revelation 20 verses 2 and 3. Number two, the saints rise in glorified bodies to live a thousand years. Revelation 20, verse 4. Number three, the earth is purged of sin by fire in the conflagration. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. Number four, after a thousand years, Satan is loosed and the wicked resurrected. Revelation 20, verses 5 and 8. Number five, the wicked march to Jerusalem to make war on Christ and his saints. Revelation 20, verse 9a. Number six, fire from heaven consumes them. Revelation 20, verse 9b. Number seven, Satan is thrown into the lake of fire. Revelation 20, verse 10. Then, number eight, the wicked are judged at the great white throne judgment. Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15. When is the great white throne judgment? For Gill, the great white throne judgment occurs once Satan has been cast into the lake of fire where the beast and false prophet are. He states, quote, It is best to understand it of the general judgment at the last day which is the common sense of ancient and modern interpreters, though it seems only to regard the judgment of the wicked, for not other are made mention in it. Close quote. John Gill comments on Revelation 20, verse 11. This chronological placement is without much controversy. Will the saints be judged there? The question which confuses many Christians is, will the saints be judged at the great white throne judgment? After all, Paul said, quote, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Close quote. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10. Gill's position is the saints will be present at the great white throne, but they will not be judged there. Let Gill explain. First, the saints will be judged upon their resurrection at the beginning of the thousand years. 
Gill remarks, quote, As for the righteous, they'll be judged upon their resurrection from the dead in the beginning of the day of the Lord, and will be declared righteous and blessed and be called upon and introduced to inherit the kingdom prepared for them, which they shall possess a thousand years when these wicked dead will be raised. John Gill comments on Revelation 20, verse 12. Second, only the wicked are judged at the great white throne. Gill is straightforward about this. Quote, There, these are the rest of the dead, the wicked, who lived not until the thousand years were ended. Verse 5. Close quote. John Gill comments on Revelation 20, verse 12. These wicked will be cross-checked against the book of life. They then will be judged appropriately according to their wicked deeds. Third, the saints will be present and participate in the judgment. Gill cites two passages to demonstrate the saints' presence. First, Paul told the Corinthians, Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? 1 Corinthians 6 verse 2. Second, Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, that he would separate the sheep from the goats. Gill takes this as a separation within the ranks of those who profess Christ. That is, the true saints, sheep, will be separated from those who made false professions of faith, goats. The goats will be lumped with the general population of the wicked to receive their eternal sentencing. Meanwhile, the saints will watch and, Paul says, participate in the great judgment. This scene to the wicked will add to their awful agonies. Where will the wicked go? The wicked will go to the lake of fire, Revelation 20, verse 15. To be fair, Gill focuses more on the miseries of eternal separation from God than on the literal burning in the hellfire. He states, quote, This is the second death, or the destruction of the soul and body in hell, which will consist in an eternal separation of both from, of both from God and in a continual sense of His wrath and displeasure. John Gill comments on Revelation 20, verse 14. Yet, added to this, there will be infinite and physical punishment commensurate with their crimes. Gill expands upon it in his Systematic Theology textbook. Quote, It is a question moved whether the fire of hell is a material fire. It seems to be sometimes taken in a proper sense, since it has those things ascribed to it which belong to fire properly so called, as smoke, flame, heat, etc. And there are such things in nature which burn but are not consumed by fire, as a sort of flax and cloth made of it, cleansed by burning it, and a precious stone set on fire which is not to be quenched. End quote. John Gill 
of the final state of the wicked in hell in a body of doctrinal divinity. Again, Gill always emphasizes the miseries of the soul filled with God's wrath over the flesh filled with flames in utter darkness. Jude 13. Reflections. Gill stays fairly tight and consistent in his chronology. Ah mills, post mills, and some pre mills will disagree with his sequence, of course. Yet he would disagree with theirs too. Let me point to one mildly troublesome point. A question arises. In Revelation 20, verse 12, the dead stand before the throne and are judged. In Revelation 20, verse 13, the text states, the sea, the grave, and death gave up the dead. This seems out of order. How can they stand before the judgment throne if they are still in the sea or the grave? For Gill, the issue is compounded. He already has stated the wicked rose bodily at the end of the thousand years to make war on Jerusalem. He briefly touches on it in his commentary. Quote, The sea shall deliver them up. Now this and what is expressed in the next clause will not be done after the judgment is set, the books are opened and the sentence passed, but before all this and in order to it. End quote. John Gill comments on Revelation 20, verse 13. Obviously, he takes verse 13 as explaining events which occurred before the great white throne judgment. Conceivably, he could place those events even further back, namely, when Satan is loosed. This works chronologically, but these types of questions are what leave others still questioning if this is so.